in the text, Mark, you said you're working for a faceless company, want making this money, which you'll never get your fair share of. I was like, it was that for me. And I was like, I, wow. I was like, yeah, you're compromising your morals, your happiness, your family, your friends for what? Mm-hmm. For who? This guy? No. Pay share, we can do better. I don't believe in the rigid 9 to 5, 40 hour work week. Life is short and people spend way too much of it working. You deserve more time to do the things that light you up so you can show up in the world as the best version of yourself. The Pretty Sure We Can Do Better podcast will explore all the ways you can create more freedom and flexibility in your life so you will feel less stressed and more empowered to make a difference in the world. The world needs you to be happier. The world needs you to feel more fulfilled. The world needs you to smile more, and I know we can get you there. Each week, we will hear from people who are doing this well. We will gain insights into how they are creating the life they've always wanted. I'm your host, Angie Cazares, and together, I'm pretty sure we can do better. Welcome to Pretty Sure We Can Do Better. I am so excited to share this episode with you. We have two very special people, Mark Latta and Kate Wadle on the show today. And Mark and Kate had an interaction as two strangers, a text exchange that literally changed Kate's life. And when I learned of this, I just thought to myself, oh my goodness, I have to have this on the show. It just really sums up so much of why I started this podcast, of recognizing your unhappiness in your life, in your job, in your schedule, in your lifestyle, and in, in possibly compromising your values, your morals, your you know priorities to to just fit into a job or you know, and so it just really encapsulates so much of, of why I started this show. Um, Kate is so courageous and she shares her story here about just going after what she wants, just knowing that the universe has her back and, and trusting that it's going to be okay to get out of a situation that was making her unhappy and, you know, not giving her the time that she wanted with her son and, and really just recognizing that and going for it. And Mark playing a huge role in that, as you will hear. And from Mark's perspective, you know, just, I talk about this so much, but you really just, all of us have no idea the impact that we can have on someone's life when we just slow down, when we speak our mind, when we ask hard questions. And that's what Mark did in this story, you know, he, he, you'll hear all about it, but he just, he spoke his mind. He knew that there was a human on the other end of this text exchange and he just spoke his mind and asked a question and it really got Kate thinking and, and changed her life. So it's just really inspiring and I love it so much and I hope that you enjoy it and start to ask yourself these questions as well what you really want and what you want to go after and start to take the steps to get that 
and help your life look the way that you want it to look. And so, yeah, without further ado, here are Mark and Kate. Hello, Kate and Mark. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So I want, I want each of you to just introduce yourselves a little bit and, um, you know, a bit about your background and then we will get into, you know, your first interaction and meeting. So let's start with Mark. You want to introduce yourself a bit? Sure. My name is Mark Latta and, um, I, I teach English at Marion university and assistant professor of English, uh, and, live on the near east side of Indianapolis um, with my wife and and daughter. And we've lived in in the same house uh, for going on 13 years, I think. Awesome. Kate. Yeah. So I'm Kate Wadle. I'm from Southeast Indiana, small little rural rural town. You know, I grew up on a farm, Um, still currently reside, but I love the Indianapolis area. I have a lot of friends there have, you know, attempted to move there a few times, um, had a few jobs located there. Uh, my most recent one was with Five Star, uh, which was a remote job for me. But yeah, um, kind of just a free spirit. And I always, you know, I'm just ready to see the next thing that comes my way. Um, constantly living to just find what makes my soul happy, you know. Um, so I'm not there yet, but I'm finding it. Awesome. Well, yeah, that's what this show is all about. So this is perfect. So, (laughs) so yeah, I, um, you know, to set the scene a bit, I remember, you know, just scrolling through Facebook one day and, you know, Facebook friends, I am Facebook friends with Mark and seeing a post that he made about this interaction he had via text. Um, and I was just like, oh my gosh, this has to be on the podcast. This is amazing. This story So I kind of want to jump in. Maybe Mark, you can set the scene for us about, um, you know, just sort of like, I don't know what that day looked like for you. And and when you got the text, just explain a little bit of of what was going on. Sure. Um, So, you know, as I mentioned, we live in the Near East Side. Uh, We, we, my wife and I bought this house, uh, Many years ago, the neighborhood looked dramatically different than than what it is now. And uh, when when we moved in, you know, we had a lot of people uh, who kind of pulled us aside and, and you know said, "Are you sure this is the neighborhood you want to live in?" And, you know, they're like fearful for our safety. You know, there's a lot of talk about safety and all that. And um, we have we have a really wonderful community in our neighborhood. And, and that's something that, that we value in, in our lives. Um, we're able, you know, to, to kind of keep an eye on uh, each other's children, you know, our, with our neighbors, our daughter knows all the neighbors. And we, we kind of have this, you know, a strong sense of community. And so, so we're really happy with, with where we are. Yeah. Um, but like I said, the neighborhood is changing and, uh, you know, our house, we, we, we got this house because it's one of the few houses we could afford. Uh, at the time, right, and we and we decided to kind of work on it as as we lived in it, and we're still in that process. So, a lot of the houses around us in the neighborhood have been flipped; they've been purchased multiple times. You know, housing prices are just kind of skyrocketing. Uh, it's no longer a place that we could afford to move to, 
if if we were you know looking for houses, right? So that's just mm-hmm. kind of where that's kind of where we are. So all that to say, um, if you live kind of in a gentrified, recently gentrified or or gentrifying area, um, you are probably accustomed to receiving postcards, letters. Uh, phone calls and and within the last couple of years, text on your mm-hmm. phone um, from people who are interested in buying your house. And it's it's usually the houses that maybe don't look the greatest from the outside, right? It's the houses that have maybe uh, been owned by the same people for for an extended amount of time. Um, so all of this to say. Uh, you know, it's usually kind of within a daily occurrence, if not semi-weekly occurrence, to get multiple offers to buy the house, and they're they're not they're not competitive offers, right? They're not they're not offers that would say we want to actually provide allow your property to provide for you and your family, so you can move on to the next stage of your life in a way that allows you to kind of think about what is going to be good for you and your family. It's it's predatory, yeah. um, and and. Just you know, you just get one after the other, and it's easy to get upset uh, by these these predatory offers. These offers to kind of buy something that you have worked on and have built and have kind of invested sweat and financial equity in, uh, and then for someone to kind of come and just say, "Let me try to to you know kind of take you off of that. Let me take that from you in, in a way that I can as cheaply as possible." It's a, it's, mm-hmm. it's frustrating, right? So it's, it's frustrating. This is a common thing you'll hear from people. Yeah. live in particular neighborhoods. Anyway, long story short, um, I received a text that, that said, you know, interested in buying your house and, um, you know, just kind of, I don't know what my particular frame of mind was, um, but it was normally I would ignore these texts. Sometimes I would try to be snarky um, mm-hmm. back at them. Um, but in this, on this particular text, you know, I just kind of thought, look, is, is this really is this how you, I mean, there's somebody on the other end of that, right? Like there, there's somebody, even if it's automated, there's someone on the other end of that. Mm-hmm. And, and so I was just kind of reaching out to this anonymous unknown someone and, and just said, is, is this really how you want to spend your time? Is, is this how, is this, is this fulfill you in any way? And is, is this something that you want to be doing particularly because you're contributing to, you know, the gentrification of neighborhoods mm-hmm. you're, you're kind of profit you're, you're extracting something from someone and profiting from it um and is this is this the thing that you want to be doing and so that that was the text that i sent out kind of into the ether not thinking that i would hear anything back and then yeah, yeah. and then the other and person <laughs> the person the person on the other end of the line was Kate. <laughs> Little old me. I was sitting like right here, like in this exact spot. This used to be where I kept my desk and everything. But yeah, um, and where I was at in that moment was completely fed up with this company that uh-huh. I was working for and had been for almost a year now, actually like right out of year. Um, and I had been struggling since before Christmas had came around, I'd say, with like I was telling you before, with just I was physically here and this worked great for my life, being a single mom, working from home. Um, I was salary. I wasn't really clocking in. Um, I mean, I was home all the time working, but if I needed to run to the school to pick up my son, it wasn't anything for me. So it was a very convenient thing in my life. And it was with real estate and I was already in school, um, working on my license. 
when one of the associates at this firm was like, hey, we have a position, um, work from home. What do you think? I was like, ah, that sounds great. So, couldn't be yeah. anything better than that. Yeah. Um, but then once you get into it, you know, they were working me really hard. It was like, it was a new company. And even my position, I was the first first person to have it really. Um, and so I was starting from scratch and I had no background in administrative management or even real estate for that matter. I mean, I had the passion for it, but you know, other than yeah. heart and soul, you know, nothing on paper. Um, and really it just was eating at me. I wasn't present with my son. I was, you know, stressed out from work and financially everything was great and everything seemed, should have been fine, should have been happy, uh, but something was missing and it just wasn't lining up with my life. So with our marketing strategies, I had voiced some concerns about a few different ways they were doing it. You know, like had Mark said with the texts and the calls and we're not, we weren't the only company out there. So there was, you yeah. know, the masses and I will all um, elaborate a little bit on just the process. And it's really just any zip code we are just hitting, you know, they were at the time. Yeah. Yeah. So anyone in Indianapolis with a house that was 1950s and older that had 20% more equity, um, it was, it's, you know, there was a formula basically. Right. Um, so it was like, but it's most of Indianapolis. Um, and they were just bombarding these homeowners and, uh, that was just really getting to me. So that day I was already really overwhelmed and frustrated. So when that text came through and I was reading it in the beginning, you know, I was like kind of annoyed just cause I get literally my job part of it was to send out 10,000 text messages a day. Oh um, it didn't really matter what the responses were. My boss just wanted me to fire them out. You know, yeah. the more you get out, the more options there are. And cause it's all numbers for them at the end right, of the day. Right. They don't look at people or, you know, even the houses, they don't care. They just want to know what mm -hmm. numbers. Mm -hmm. And um, so that day um, I was already annoyed. And then I got to the part and it was, um, in the text, Mark, you said, you're working for a faceless company, want making this money, which you'll never get your fair share of. Well, it was that for me. And I was like, I, wow. I was like, yeah, you're compromising your morals, your happiness, your family, your friends. For what? Mm -hmm. For who? This guy? No. Yeah. And so, you know, I stuck it out. I tried to, you know, make some more plans financially because I was, you know, paycheck to paycheck kind of girl at the time, you know, still working on it, but I was like, I got to get a plan together. And then I put my two weeks in, I wanted to be, you know, decent to them. They were struggling and things were chaotic to say the least. And, uh, they, I, they just changed all my logins one day. I put my two weeks in on a Friday, Monday, I go in and all my logins are changed. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Mm. Cool. You didn't tell me that. So cool. Um, <laughs> Mutual respect, uh, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but honestly, I really didn't even have a plan. I was just like something better will come along. And I feel yeah. like in life, you do have to completely shut those doors before the other ones will open. Um, you can't be half in half out. So when Mark sent me that message, I was like, it really just spoke to my soul. And I was like, I have to respond back to him and let him know. He just completely impacted my life. And now I'm dead set that, yeah, this is, yeah, no, we're not doing this anymore. This is amazing. Just gives yeah. me chills. 
Mark, mm-hmm. like, yeah. So, so you, so you put in your two weeks that, cause it was a few days right before you responded to him or was it? I believe no. it was that afternoon. Yeah, okay. It was that, that afternoon. Yeah. Okay. I let a couple hours go by. Cause you know, I was, like I said, I had been already in that place of frustration. Um, and that morning I was just highly already annoyed with the company mm-hmm. and the job. And then I get a lot of like, I swear there probably is a Facebook page called I hate Kate. Um, and it's all about me and the text messages and the phone calls and the voicemails. Oh, they no. actually changed my name to Jen. Um, and they're still using my voice recording to oh. leave these voicemails on people. Wow. Yeah. So man. So then Mark, you get this text a couple hours later and like, what, I don't know, just what was going on in your, in your mind? Um, you know, I wasn't sure it was, it was for real, but then again, then again, like why, why send that? Um, because Kate re- responded to, to me from a different number and, and just kind of said, you know, no, I, 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 what you're saying makes a lot of sense. And, um, you know, this is, this is maybe a time for me to, to think about what's, what's coming next. And, and we had, uh, you know, we had, we had a few exchanges um, and, and I, and I, you know, I, I said, I don't really know you. Uh, and, but, but I, I hope that this is for real. And I hope that you are able to, to do something that, that you find personally fulfilling and, and that you are able to move on in a way that, um, you know, energizes you. And, um, you know, and I was, so we, we had a brief text exchange and, um, you know, I think Kate, one of the things you said was like, you know, this was great. I'm not going to forget this. Thank you. And, and that was nice, but, but it's easy to say that in the moment. Right. And then to kind of fall back into the routine that, that we've all built for ourselves. And it's easy for any one of us to do that. And so, um, months went by and I was like, you know, I'm, I just want to reach out again and just kind of see, see, you know, what happened. And so I reached out and, and I think Kate, your first response is like, uh, I'm sorry, who is this? And which makes a lot of sense. And so I, I sent you screenshots of our original conversation and, and yeah, you were, you know, you seem, you responded, you were happier in a different place. Um, that's, that's great. That's great. That's so yeah. awesome. So cool that you, yeah, at first I was, um, yeah, at first I didn't recognize the number because apparently I deleted the messages. But um, as soon as you mentioned that, I was like, oh my gosh, yes. Mark. <laughs> Changed my life. Like literally, like the words you said that day or you sent me a text, like like you said too in the message, you're like I usually don't respond this way. I just feel like I need to. Um, I think we all have that in us from time to time. So, you know, I just think that's special in itself. You know, that message was received. Um, like on so many levels and, you know, you sending that message, like you said, you didn't know somebody was actually going to read it, but let alone it impact their lives so deeply, you know? Yeah. It's amazing. And Kate, I, there were so many things that you said that just so resonate like with the message of the show, you know, about, about not knowing you didn't know what the next step was going to be, but you just knew that there was something better. And you put in the two weeks and you're just trust. Like, that's so brave. It's so brave of you to do that, especially being a single parent and 
you know, just knowing that, that just like have, like what kind of gave you, I mean, I know you were just like kind of fed up in that moment, but kind of like, what gave you that belief that like, okay, I'm going to figure this out. Like, what was, what were you thinking or what was your thought in that, in that moment? I really just had this like sense, like in my gut that like everything was just going to work out the way it needed to. Um, what the universe wants for me will send it to me effortlessly. I don't need to worry or stress or anything because it's all going to be okay. Um, and somehow, some way, financially, I still, all my bills were getting paid. And I was just like, ah. It's amazing. And just because I had faith, I just feel like the universe, you know, energy is powerful, I think. It is. It's so true. It's so true. It's, so, yeah. So kind of catch us up on on what were your next steps and um, you know, kind of where, what are you doing now? Yeah. So after that, I really just focused on me and my son. I just spent time with us. It was the right around summer was about to start and we just had fun, enjoyed things. And I started focusing on, you know, my passions, uh, my hobbies. And was there any way I could become financially lucrative from that? You know, could I start my own businesses? Because I've always had that mentality. I don't want to work for someone else. I mm-hmm. want to work for myself. And yeah. So um, yeah. I was just working on my own things. Um, I love to clean. So I had picked up a couple cleaning gigs. Nice. I was doing that for a little money. And I'm a cake decorator on that's a hobby. I don't want to, I learned quickly there. I don't want to do it professionally just for Mm -hmm. fun, but I made a few cakes over the summer. And so I was just dabbling with, you know, what I enjoyed doing mainly. Um, and I felt like that led me on to, you know, meeting new people and networking and then hearing about this. Um, and so one step just leads into the other. Yeah. Um, There was this quote and it was like from this, uh, movie about the law of attraction, which is very fitting too, but you know, a car will make it from New York to California, but the headlights will only see so far. So you don't have to know what's all the way in front of you. Mm-hmm. Um, you just have to know. Yeah. Baby steps. Step yeah. What the next yeah. step is. That's yeah. perfect. And here I am, I'm still unemployed, but I think I'm getting really close to something. Awesome. Well, well, what, what is your, what's your ideal? This is, you know, this is going to be put out in the universe. You never know who's going to hear this. Let's just put it out there. What do you want to do? (laughs) Pressure. I'm I'm still trying to figure that out. Um, Hey, no worries. But you know, my passions really are still with real estate. I love real estate. Awesome. Um, At the end of the day, interior design, feng shui. um, I'd love to have my own rentals. Um, So that is still the goal. Um, Cool. Got a few more steps in there and it takes money to make money. So. Yeah, that's perfect. I love that you're taking it baby steps though, and you're going to figure it out. Maybe we can, I don't know if you're open to it. We can do like a follow-up in a few months. I've done that with, with some others to kind of follow their journey, you know, to see like where they, where they are. And, um, we've done that on the podcast too. So maybe we can follow up with Kate, stay up to date. Good luck. Up to date with Kate. I like that. Up to date with Kate. Yeah, there we go. Nice little series. Because my life does change quickly. I'm very, I'm switching gears all the time, but I think that's the beautiful thing about life. You know, you know, when you try something and it doesn't work, you got to move on and it'll lead you to something else. Yeah. I always like a thing I've, I've done with some of my clients and talk about on this um, show is just like keeping a, a spreadsheet and keeping track of all your like quote unquote failures. 
and just like celebrating that because if you are failing quote unquote then you're actually like doing stuff and trying and putting yourself out there so it's like celebrate that too like even if it's not this huge success but like you're trying stuff and you're doing you're putting yourself out there which is you know part of the process and a big deal so yeah awesome yeah and all these great things happen because of that text that day and the right moment (laughs) for sure for sure mark do you have any oh go ahead kate what were you gonna say um also i quit my job and at the very same time my associate mike was also equally fed up um Mm. so we both quit at the same time Nice. you know both just figuring it out. He's still trying to figure it out too. Um, he just got his, um, certification or graduated for web development, but, you know, following his passions, he was like, you know, we're out. We, so we've still maintained a really good friendship. Good. Um, Good. So he's doing better too. (laughs) Yeah. Were you, were you the one that kind of like took the lead and it's like, I'm, I'm out of this. And then he was just like, okay, I'm out too. (laughs) Or was it just, well, kind of, we were both in and out. Okay. We were both like, you know, we'd call each other every day and we're like, listen to this. And we'd vent and then talk each other down in those moments. Like, all right, let's be rational, no rash decisions. Mm-hmm. And then one day we're both just like, yeah, it's, let's be rash. Nice. That's so, perfect. Yeah. Well, Mark, how do you, how do you feel knowing you changed, impacted somebody's life so, so much? Well, I think this, this is a great story and, I, and, I'm, and I'm thankful to, to, to play a role in it. But I think that, you know, it, it, it was it was the right message at the right time. And so I don't want to claim a lot of ownership for this, right? Like this is this is this is Kate's story. Yeah. Um, and I think it's important to acknowledge that, you know, there are a lot of people who get trapped in situations because of life circumstances, because of where they're born, because of who they were born as, right? So, but I also think it's important to acknowledge that every, you know, every dehumanizing system or business or, or, or it, it asks something of us when we interact with it. It asks us to kind of give away a bit of our humanity. Mm-hmm. And, and I think if we're able to muster the strength to kind of be human with one another, that sometimes that chips away at the, at that, the strength of that, that pole. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, this is just a reminder to, keep trying to humanize people and to not fall into this frustrated trap of thinking that that people are are you know just being mean or people are just doing things without thinking that they could have just be doing what they need to do at the time yeah but, but maybe maybe if we extend you know a little bit uh, a little bit and we're able to to reach across some of these differences that's beautiful yeah absolutely well, well said. said. <laughs> Cheers to Mark. <laughs> yes. No, I mean, you know, I think so. I'm an educator, right? Yeah. And and mm-hmm. I'm edu- I'm an educator because because I I fundamentally believe that it's possible to 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 improve the world, improve ourselves, right? But it's also important for us to acknowledge how difficult that can be. Mm-hmm. And so we should celebrate all of those occurrences in which you know that that people people do that we should celebrate when people are able to say I'm, I'm not willing to give up part of who I am so that someone else can make a profit mm-hmm. 
and, and, and find ways to, to encourage others to, to have that same courage um, and to, to make those moves. And, um, you know, so they are able to, to benefit and, and support their families. And so, yeah. I, Kate, congratulations. I, you know, you're awesome. Thank you. Oh, For thank sure. you. You're awesome. Yeah, like I said, so brave, so courageous, and, and just the strength that that took on your part to just yeah I'm a firm believer that you know quit that job there's another one one that's better mm-hmm. for you I mean mm-hmm. you know so yeah and like I, what, and I just want everyone to do that like if something's not working like please like ask yourself some tough questions make some tough decisions mm-hmm. because I promise you it's not going to be easy but at the end of the day fortune favors the fearless yeah and what a lucky role model your son has as well and like seeing you, you you know, make moves like that. Like that's, he gets to witness that and gets to witness you now being happy and happier. And you get to show up for him every day, even, even stronger and better and more present. Like you said, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. On the subject of my son, he Riker, he would um, constantly see me frustrated at my computer and be like, give me five minutes. Like, let me finish this one more call. And he'd be like, just quit your job, mom. He's like, the dollar store is hiring. He, you know, it's nothing to him. He just wants to see me happy. It doesn't yes. matter what the job is. You know? Yes. That's awesome. So he was very happy too. We had a great summer. Good. Well, I appreciate you, you both. Yeah. I appreciate you both so much coming on and being willing to share and being vulnerable in this way. It's uh, so awesome. I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> and Kate, for if you're open me. to I'm it, so... yeah, if you're open to it, we'll follow up in, in a few months. Get an update with Kate. I love it. Yeah. That. Update with Kate. Love it. <laughs> awesome. Fun. Was there anything else either of you wants to, wants to throw out? Mark, thank you again so much. Like, you know, like I said, those words that day, as little as they could have been to you and, you know, whatever, um, did impact my life completely and hugely. And I wouldn't be who I am now today had I not read your words. And then they spoke to me in the way they did. Mm-hmm. Well, thank, thank you for sharing that. And, and, and I appreciate that. And um, yeah, thank you. Yeah. So awesome. I'm, Angie, thanks for allowing us an opportunity to talk about this. And, and I'm also looking forward to, to hearing, you know, what what comes up what comes next yes awesome. you never know <laughs> well stay tuned everybody thank you so much for joining me on this episode i hope you enjoyed the conversation with mark and kate as much as i did and if you personally are wanting to make shifts in your life similar to what kate did and just need some support and coaching along the way, that is what I do. I'm a life and accountability coach, and I love getting into helping people determine what they really want and working on the thoughts that are holding them back and getting in the way from actually taking action and going after what it is that they truly want. So I will have a link in the show notes where you can schedule a free call or check out my website and see if what I do might be a good fit for you. Thank you so much for joining and I will see you on the next episode.